Jesus warns us not to practice our piety in front of other people in order that we might be impressed by them. He tells us we should go into the room and shut the door so that no one sees us praying. Tells us we should wash our faces before we leave church. But if we keep our piety a secret, how in the world are we going to impress everyone with how holy we are? <laughs> What's the good of a Lenten discipline if we can't brag about it to our friends and family? Why come to church on Ash Wednesday if we can't take a selfie of the cross on our foreheads to show everyone that we were good enough to go to church? What's the point in that? Jesus says we're supposed to forego an earthly reward in order that in its place we might obtain a heavenly reward. I hope Jesus will forgive me, but I have to take exception with that. I think someone needs to explain to Jesus that it's a lot harder to impress God than it is to impress one another. Because God knows the content of our spiritual lives. God hears our every prayer. God knows when we're praying words that we mean and when we're just rambling on a little bit. God can tell when we are focused and when we've lost what it is we're doing. God sees when we get up to say daily prayer and when we hit the snooze bar so many times that we don't have a chance to pray before we leave the house, God knows. So do we really think, Jesus, that when we put our spiritual life out there and God stacks it up amidst all the others from around the world, do we really think that God's going to be all that impressed? When we fast from meat or alcohol or chocolate during Lent, do we think God cares about that? Do we think that God, when we give money to charity, do we think that the same God who sees how much money we spend on Amazon every month is all that impressed when we write a $50 check to help those in need? Really? No, we don't. We know that's not how it works. We know, I think, that Lent isn't a season to renew our relationship with God by impressing God or impressing one another. It's a season to renew our relationship with God by being honest. Honest with ourselves and honest with God. Something happens when you go into your room and you shut the door and you sit down, just you and your maker. It's a different kind of opportunity for spiritual growth and renewal when you push aside all the distractions of the world, when you strip off all the pretense and you sit vulnerable with the one who knows you even better than you know yourself. What is Lent? It's not a time to put on a big show. It's a time for spiritual deconstruction, to be stripped of all that pretense, to set aside all that we've been trying to accomplish, to get back in touch with who we really are so that we might reconnect with the one who knows who we are and yet loves us exactly as we are. We fast in order to remember that we are mortal and to remember that still God sustains us. We give alms to those in need to remember that we too 
depend on God's limitless generosity. We pray not to fill the space between us and God with our own utterances, but to make space, to make silence, for God's Spirit to do the talking, to speak in us and through us, and thus to beckon our hearts back into God's heart. Lent is a time to stop pretending who we've been pretending to be and to return to who we really are and to reconnect with the one who loves us despite ourselves. That means Lent is a time for dangerous honesty. It's a time to get back in touch with that true self we perhaps haven't looked at for a long time. For our lives, we put layer after layer of pretense on top of layer until we forget that it's possible that God might really love that person way down deep, which means that Lent is a journey within. It's a dangerous and at times terrifying journey into that strange and awkward silence when it's just you and God. Nothing to hide anymore. It's a journey behind shut doors where God meets us and sees us and knows us and yet loves us. These 40 days are an opportunity for us to practice the spiritual art of letting our inside life begin to shape our outside life instead of trying to do it the other way around. You can't make God love you anymore because your spiritual disciplines are well-founded and beautiful. But you can't make God love you any less because they're empty or pretentious either. God already knows who you are, and God loves you anyway because you, at your core, are a beloved child of God, and God hates nothing that God has made. What would our journey through Lent look like if that was the destination we had in mind, a return to that foundational truth about who we are and who our God is? What would our Lenten disciplines look like if instead of trying to convince ourselves or the world or God that we are worthy of love, that instead those practices reflected our faith in the one who already loves us just as we are. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.